Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today is Wednesday, or at least I am recording this on a Wednesday. Today I want to continue our catalog of the Star Wars universe. Last Wednesday was the Battle of Naboo, as seen in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Today's battle is the Battle of Geonosis, as seen in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. I'm going to start right off the bat by telling you that this is my least favorite battle major battle in the Star Wars saga. That being said, let's get into it. Obi-Wan Kenobi is investigating the... He's swallowing Jango Fett, is what he's doing. After traveling to Kamino and discovering the clone army, Obi-Wan uh, determines that Jango Fett is the one responsible for the attack or attempted assassination of Padme. Obi-Wan follows Jango through the Rishi maze to the planet Geonosis. where he learns that Jango Fett is in league with Count Dooku. And the Count Dooku has just formed a confederacy of independent systems. Simply called the Separatists in the movies. Everyone is captured. A signal is sent out uh, by Obi-Wan's astromech, R4, to Padme and Anakin, who are on Tatooine. This is right after Anakin found his mother a victim of the Tusken Raiders and slaughtered them all as he... Uh, I killed them all, as he says in that scene. Anakin and Padme travel to Geonosis to rescue Obi-Wan. But after a ridiculous scene in the droid factory, they are captured. All three of them are sentenced to death by the Geonosians. And, uh, Apparently, instead of just executing them, they put them in this arena so that these big animals can devour them. Well, if you can imagine, they escape. Uh, or they break free of their bonds. And 
the Jedi show up to save the day. Led by Mace Windu and his line of this party's over. Uh, it's okay, Star Wars has seen worse lines than that. The Jedi show up to rescue the prisoners and fight a lot of battle droids, but the Jedi are ultimately defeated, rather narrowing down their numbers. Count Dooku tries to get them to surrender themselves, but the Jedi, led by Windu, you know, uh, refuse, as you can imagine. As the droids are about to turn their guns on the Jedi and finish them off, Yoda arrives leading the clone army to the first major engagement of the Clone War. And eventually the Republic wins. With their clone troopers they make short work of the Separatists. In uh, you know, a battle that's pretty good looking, I'd say. Uh, particularly in that it was pushing the boundaries of what was possible in terms of computer generated imagery. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the battle proceeds with some pretty cool stuff with the gunships and the you know, the the walkers and all, all kinds of stuff, and lots of clones. And ultimately, Obi-Wan and Anakin head to confront Count Dooku. In a rather strange scene, Padme falls out of the gunship. And Anakin's like, I gotta rescue her, and Obi-Wan's like, you'll be expelled from the Jedi Order. So apparently helping people is uh, can get you expelled from the Jedi. Okay. Okay, well I guess the determination to stop Dooku. Uh, they face down Count Dooku. But Dooku with Force Lightning and whatnot is able to make short work of them in knocking Obi-Wan out and cutting off Anakin Skywalker's right arm. Um, another arm dismemberment. Yoda then appears. And despite his weak frame, he channels the Force and engages Dooku in a furious lightsaber duel. Yoda pretty much gets the best of Dooku and Dooku flees and runs away to meet with Darth Sidious on Coruscant. And that's kind of how that goes. That's the battle, the course of the battle. Like most Star Wars battles, there are many stages to the battle. 
But there's no space battle this time. But there is the land battle. There's the arena battle with the Jedi. There's the lightsaber duel between Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Dooku. Which eventually becomes Yoda versus Dooku. And that's pretty much the course of the battle. The Republic wins, but isn't able to stop Count Dooku from escaping. And as Yoda cautions at the end of the movie, begun the Clone War hence. Okay, so that's an outline of the battle. So let's talk about how I feel about the battle. This is my least favorite battle, um, as I said. The CGI was unlike anything that had been seen. It was done on a scale that had never been seen. Also, it was the first major movie to be filmed on digital. That I was not aware of um, until recently. And that has become an industry standard. George Lucas is often a man who creates technology or pioneers technology in a way that becomes industry standard. Attack of the Clones is no exception. Also because not only is it shown on digital, but it also involves CGI on a scale that we had never seen. Now, I have one problem with the CGI. Everything looks very antiseptic. You know, everything looks very clean, almost too clean. You look at Lord of the Rings and Two Towers, which came out in the same year. It uses a large amount of CG, that's true. Maybe not quite to the degree that Attack of the Clones does. But the Two Towers feels much more gritty than Battle. The Battle of Helm's Deep feels much more gritty and grounded and dirty and violent and just very... Phys there's a physicality to it. The Battle of Geonosis, because of a lot of CG, looks very clean. So, that's maybe one of the reasons I have a problem with it. But regardless, the imagery is pretty striking. Uh, the image of when one of the um, the droid control ship uh, spheres gets shot down and it crashes and it creates a dust storm. And you see the clones blasting as the dust as they're stuck in a dust cloud. You see their blue laser bolts. It, it's, it's quite a striking image. Um, so the battle itself is a bit of a mixed bag. It's got some great visuals, but also just a lack of, of tangibility to it. When Padme falls out of the uh, the airship, rolls down a hill, and there's no sand on her 
wait, don't feel. You know, it's things like that. You feel a little too unreal. Now, now let's get to some of the things that really get a lot of people talking, and that's the lightsaber battle. The lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Dooku is a little... It's a little boring, in my opinion. Yet again, there's a nice imagery when Anakin cuts the uh, power lines and everything goes dark and you just see the light of their lightsabers that they fight. That's pretty cool. But I never just felt too invested in the lightsaber fight. Mostly because we don't really know Camp Duke. And so it's hard to get emotionally invested when we don't really know the villain very well. Now, let's talk about the big thing. Yoda versus Dooku. Now, it starts out as a, just a battle with telekinesis, which I really liked. Yoda deflecting Dooku's lightning is pretty cool. You know, they're trying to one-up each other with their with their skills with telekinesis. Which, you know, makes sense because Yoda has demonstrated in the Empire Strikes Back how good he is with telekinesis. Making things float, making things move. He's very good at that. Dooku decides, well, let's let's decide this with our lightsabers. Okay. Yoda fighting Dooku has been a talking point for many years. I'm going to say something controversial. I do not like that Yoda does that. But let me explain. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, no. I think it's actually kind of cool. But I just don't feel... I just, it's not that it's out of character for Yoda. No, I, I think it's, it's perfectly in character. I think what it is, is just, it doesn't visually look very interesting. To me at least, yet again, because of that sense of Yoda not being a physical being. But that's just me. I, I think that there's a lack of tangibility yet again. But regardless, I don't hate that moment, and I'll watch it, and I'll enjoy it for what it is. But I don't particularly like it, just because I don't feel... Yoda feels more like some digital ragdoll. You know, he doesn't feel as real. It does make sense that Yoda would fight that way. But considering how small he is, he's got to compensate for that. And so that makes complete sense. But I just never... Even when I saw it, even to this day, I just never really felt compelled by that moment. Now, what I do find interesting is how the fight ends. Dooku brings down that pillar 
but it's gonna fall on Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yoda decides to cease his fight with Dooku because it's better to save his friends. Truly demonstrating that he is a great Jedi Master. Because he's willing to put aside his feelings toward Dooku. You know, his old Padawan, who's now turned to the dark side. And he's able to say, you know what? Right now, what matters more is saving my friends. That's demonstrating a true Jedi Master right now. Yes, it meant that Dooku got away, but Yoda was not going to sacrifice his friends to settle an old score. Dooku gets away, making the Battle of Geonosis a victory for the Republic, but a victory that doesn't really gain them much, and starts a war, as Yoda reminds him, begun the Clone War has. So the Battle of Geonosis for me is one of my least favorite battles, and it's a bit of a mixed bag for me. There are some neat visuals, there are some neat ideas, but it's just not one that I feel very compelled by. But George Lucas was trying something that had never been done before, so I give him credit for at least trying. So those are my thoughts on the Battle of Geonosis from Attack of the Clones. My name is Brendan Marr, and that noisy hair is like that here. And thank you for tuning in to Page Turners They Were Not My Star Wars Podcast. May the Force be with you.